Never miss a thing. Uh, you can subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Catch everything on your schedule. We just make it convenient for you like that. And when you subscribe, you get something exclusive called After the Show. And we keep kind of going after things are done on the regular schedule here. So subscribe today. When you were a kid, did you ever um, put a note in a bottle and throw it somewhere in the water? I actually, this is probably, today's going to sound environmentally unsound. I put a note in a Ziploc bag one time and threw it out in the water to float. That does sound environmentally unsound. Oh, that could go anywhere, being in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, I never yeah, did um, it. Actually, um, what's funny and weird about it, I guess it's not funny, uh, it, it, about, I don't know, two days later, it came right back to me where I had put it in the ocean. Were Bomber. you excited or bummed? I was kind of bummed. I didn't expect to find my own letter. <laughs> I wanted somebody overseas to find it, but it didn't work. This guy in Scotland, he's a, a recently widowed, so he decided Uh-oh. to oh, no. put a bunch of notes in bottles and throw them out. I mean, he threw like lots of them. What do you mean? No? Oh, like, hey, I'm here? Yeah, hey, the romantic Hey, point. baby. Yeah, yeah, this is what happened. Write me back. Let's chat. Wait, now, was, was each a personal letter or were they all just Xerox copies? They're, I would probably assume copies. probably Xerox because he wasn't sending anybody <laughs> particular. Problem was, now he got back about 50 responses from women who were interested in dating him. From but, the bottle? Yeah. Like he got a bottle back? Well, he put his information oh, oh, on there it. and then they could okay. email him back. But got Murphy, it. he got a lot of what you were talking about, environmental. He, people were writing back to him, can't you come up with a different way of doing this? These people that are out... <laughs> You know, we're out picking up beaches, and we're coming across your bottles. Or why don't wow. you go out and pick Ever up some of your own, your own stuff off the beach, and maybe you'll meet somebody there. Right. So he had Ever a lot of, of match.com. Wow. Yeah, he had a lot of the environmentalists upset that he was littering and <laughs> yeah. suggesting other ways for him to, to try to meet people. Well, I might gonna, be with them. I don't like litter. You know, if you're going to put 200 bottles out in the ocean to try to, yeah, I mean, I get. It's plus, a lot. isn't there that massive swirl of trash out in the Pacific? Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Left over from the tsunami? No, no. It's just where the tides match up with each oh. other. All, all every bit of trash in the world kind of winds up floating out there eventually. Oh, they don't, uh. you've never heard it? You ought to. You should look that up. It's crazy because you don't even know it's out there, and they don't know how to clean it up. I know you're He's, laughing at me, Sam, but it's true. The Discovery Channel. <laughs> I, have, I have put in my fair share of Nat Geo. Yeah. Right, exactly. Okay. Well, I'm right. with the I'm with the critics on that. Right. Find other ways. Yeah. Online dating, probably a little more productive. Find other ways. Yeah. We often talk about my single dude here. Yes, uh, Sam. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We also uh, talk about your past wives. Well, not specifically them. I'm just saying, you know, you've got a family. You've got five beautiful yeah. kids, and yeah. right? So with those You have those a very came... full life. It's not all about you being right. single. Right. Yeah, In fact, no, I don't like to bring it up. Just for once, I'd like to talk about being single without having them mentioned. <laughs> Thanks, Murph. Uh, and uh, I was talking to my dog, Gus, the other day, <laughs> because I realized, you know, I've taken a break from the dating, from the, the websites and all that stuff, <laughs> yes. and it's been a while now, and it just keeps getting longer and longer. And and I've thought about it, and it's like I realize the longer it goes, the less likely it's going to be that I really. Um, what makes you think that? I'm not. I don't want to say tolerate somebody. Oh, but it's the less likely that it's going to be compatible for me to even get married or date again. Or I'm getting so used to my life alone. So, yeah, I guess is what I'm saying. I you don't know. think there's anything wrong with that, though. That's good. Mm-hmm. Someone who can be happy by themselves is a much more pleasant person. I know. A much more together person. But I did think at some point, okay, at some point you get back in the dating game or whatever, but it's just like, I do certain things around the house and it's just like, it's it's just it's always going to be this way. I don't think I can take Share another again. person being in the house and 
having to retra- <laughs> retrain myself. Well, you know what? When you least expect it is probably when it's going to happen. Seriously. I'm just saying, that's the, that's how serendipity works. You know, when you're not searching oh. for it is when it's probably going to yes. happen. What, but that's the thing. If if you are lucky enough to meet someone else that you really want to be with, you are going to have to give up some of that. And negotiate. Things having yeah. to be exactly your yeah. way. Yeah. You know, you've been together with a, with somebody longer in your life than you've been single. Yeah. Okay. It's and not it's not a never ending. That also figures into my thoughts too. It's like those relationships in the past did they all not work out because of the way I am? Mm-mm. And now it's two me- people. Yeah, it takes two, two people. In yeah. your case, it takes three or four. Ah! Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Thanks, sweetie. Murphy. <laughs> In case you missed why Sam thinks he's stuck in singlehood. (laughs) Subscribe to the Murphy, (laughs) Sam, and Jody podcast, uh, and you can listen on your schedule. All right, more um, big messes that little kids make, and they're so cute, but they have no idea. And usually it's that you turned your head for one second, right? Yeah. Okay, so 877-310-4MSJ. Louie, you have one? Yeah, I do. I um. We lived in the country. I had a six-year-old stepson, and we had some turkeys and chickens and, and a calf and some goats. Oh, man. And yeah. We had, a mud, we had a mud room on the back of the house okay. that we very seldom used, and we were not supposed to open the back door. Right. One morning, we were all getting ready to leave. My son had opened the back door, inadvertently left it open. We mm. all went to work, school, etc. Uh-huh. And when we came home... Oh, no. The goats, yeah. the calf, the chickens, and the turkeys had all got in the mudroom into the kitchen what? and into the first floor of the house, and it uh, was a mess. Uh, what? And chickens, like, go to the bathroom every three minutes. Yeah, and the big, and the big turkeys. And they got up on the kitchen counter. Oh, and my God. <laughs> when my wife walked in, she was in first, and when she let out a blood-curdling scream, I thought, Oh my oh. gosh, someone's in the house. Right. <laughs> but it took days, and I of mean course. days to clean it up. Oh it my was, gosh. Well, it, you know, the calves and the goats. I mean, they had <laughs> goat pallets throughout the the, bottom, oh. the first floor of our house. Yeah. Wow. They also chew everything, don't they? Did the goats eat your stuff? Oh yeah. They, yeah. they somehow got the bottom cabinets open, got the flour out, the oh. sugar, had it all over oh. the floor. Oh my and, gosh. And it was hilarious that when we, when we got home, they were all laying in there like like, okay, this is our new home. Where yeah. are you living? Hey, what's yeah. up? They were laying because they were in a sugar coma or something. <laughs> That's right. It was hilarious. But, oh, my gosh. Uh, of course, my son's like, well, I, I didn't mean to right. leave it open. <laughs> of course. So, so his punishment was he got to help us clean up. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. He made sure the door never got left open again. <laughs> Those sweet babies. Louie, I think you win. Yeah. I think you win oh, all God. the stories. And it's not even a kid mess. It's a... a, a yeah. Farm mess. Yeah. Thank you. Look, you call anytime. You're welcome. I'm just trying to picture the chickens and who went in first, and then the calf and the goat decided, hey, this looks good. Let's go here. Oh, and the smell. That's nuts. So, Sam, you were saying that you're concerned that the longer you are single, the more likely you are to stay single. No, the more likely you are to stay single because... Be- because I'm getting more used to being alone yeah. and set my ways. Which is a healthy thing. It is. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think it's really cool that that's something you share with us, but it popped a question into my head. Yeah, this is an obvious it, question, too. Uh-oh. 
Well, I, I, I mean, she had Jody and I think alike, so she was probably thinking the same thing. I know thing. what you're thinking. What if Charlize Theron shows up today? <laughs> And all of a sudden, yeah. No, you said that your fear would be somebody coming back in. There's so many things around the house that you are do- that you have a certain way now that you wouldn't want to change those. What kind of things do you not want to change? Yeah, what kind of things got in the way before? The way of doing things. I'm so used to being alone and, you know, cooking my way or making the bed that way or putting the towels over there yeah you know i got granted i guess now that i hear myself saying it some of these <laughs> are minutiae but yeah. um yeah when you hear yourself say it but but if it's like, important okay. to you it's important to you it doesn't well, matter one example and then this happened in the last relationship is that when that person would cook yeah and it was great because i didn't have to cook nice yeah. i would still get in the kitchen and say use this spoon or the pot's too big, use a smaller pot, or use, you're making too much, right. kind of like you're making too much of a mess, or too many pots, or too many, it's like you, you could do it more And how did that go over? It didn't. Right. Yeah. Because the person would walk away and say, then you do it. Right. <laughs> Which, Isn't that the fun little dance that we all do when you live <laughs> with somebody, and you either drive yourself crazy mm-hmm. like that, because you got to be true to you, right? If it bothers you about the spoon, it bothers you, but... Or do you go, okay, this is who he or she is, and I need to accept it? Because we all live in I that guess, space. I, I guess. And, you know, and like TV. And again, uh-huh. maybe it's minutia, but it's like, why don't you want to sit and watch TV? And it's like, I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, I, Being in a relationship and, and living with somebody does not mean that you are fused at the hip. You're yeah, not you don't have to do everything to to, to, together. But I do think that. I think Jody and I have probably adapted to some things that we know are just not as important now. Yeah. You know, they felt important in the beginning of the relationship, but it's just like she does things her way, and if it doesn't break anything or hurt anybody, then let her do things her way. Well, see, yeah. I guess y'all, you're able to work through it. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's part of my issue too is the fact that you know, I'm, that's my way, and it's right you know, or the highway. <laughs> Uh, it was easy for me and Jody. Sam, it's only been 18 years of arguments. You know what I mean? We finally got the common ground. Big messes that little kids make. Sometimes they're too cute. Sometimes it's a huge mess, like the baby powder that the 17-month-old got all over every inch, every square inch of her nursery. And yeah, she was covered in it, too. Yeah, that video went viral. Actually, you can find it on our website, too, at murphysamandjody.com. Yeah, so um, big messes that little kids make. 877-310-4MSJ. Corey, you've got one, too? Oh, yes. Um, my little niece, when she was just about two years old, mm-hmm. my parents had just gotten brand new carpet in their house. <laughs> oh. And my niece got a hold of a bottle of uh, syrup. And had it all over the dining room, the oh, walls, the carpet, Man. the chairs, everything. Oh. Herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She was so darn cute. It was hard to get mad at her, but sure. my mom was not too pleased with my sister for leaving, <laughs> right. leaving her with the syrup. And uh, we were having pancakes. My sister decided to leave her in there with it. Were, were they able to get it out? <laughs> mm. Um, not really. No, <laughs> probably. The carpet for still kind of like up in the carpet, yeah. you know, kind of, of it up. Probably still smells like a breakfast buffet in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially on a hot day. <laughs> Thanks, Corey. <laughs> if you can't Only get you the syrup out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know how maple sticks, man. Yeah. Everything. That's why Jody it doesn't really like it. You love the maple sausage, oh, Sam. Yeah, I love, I love the taste of it too, but I can I can't ever cook that in the house again because the smell stays for three days. That's right, it does. The Not the same smell. as spilling syrup everywhere, but not right. the same. Oh my gosh! So, um, I remember when I was um when we were growing up, hearing this story about when my brother was little, 
And I heard the story because it was sort of a point of rural between my mother and her mother-in-law because um, my brother had gotten into some paint. Somebody had left some paint outside after they painted a rabbit cage or something like that. And my brother got a paintbrush Mm -hmm. and painted all the clothes that were hanging on the clothesline. Mm. Okay? Like painted every piece of clothing. And my mom was just all, oh my gosh. And my mother-in-law said to her, you'll learn to watch him, won't you? <laughs> and so I heard that story for many, many years. Well, what's funny yeah. is she probably was correct about that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's, it's not a personal statement to her. It's the truth. It's, you know? it's a certain things age happen, around it, certain things. It happens yeah. quickly. You're right. Yeah, it does. Right. Thank you, Corey. 877-310-4MSJ. Hey, so let's put something positive and uplifting in your Friday. Good news. Jody's good thing. I need some good news, baby. Look, this is actually more like the sweet thing instead of the good thing today. More like the sweet thing. This is the cutest thing. Um, There's this elderly couple that are about to reach a milestone, and maybe they're the only ones in the country to do this. They love Cracker Barrel restaurants. Yeah. And they have been to every single location in their 60-year marriage, except for one, and they've got one more to go to. Wow. Ray and Wilma. So they they love they started going they they said they've started going started going um, in the sixties. These things were around in the sixties. Cracker well, I Barrel, mean, not uh, not all over the country, but look, a lot of chains yeah. weren't that widespread. You know that fifty years ago. I believe I ate at some in the seventies with my parents on vacation. So. Do they not have some sort of VIP status right now? Like well, they should I never think, have to wait on a list at any well, crash barrel. Have you know? to pay again. <laughs> I think that they should be part of the marketing. Like they they should do a special you know commercial with mm-hmm. them or whatever. The first time I ever had, I've told you the story before, Murphy. The reason that that's kind of special to me, Cracker Barrel, is because we didn't discover it until that one big family vacation we took. Yeah, when I was a little girl. To into the National Smokies, the mm-hmm. National Park there. And on the way there is where we discovered that. My dad, it was the first time, he said, this looks interesting, old country store, let's go in. And he was hooked. He loved the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I still love the experience of the yeah. store part. <laughs> I mean, do you remember, because I remember the, the being the whole gift shop out front, but it certainly wasn't as full as it is today. It was just... You know how whenever yeah. I travel, I always look up restaurants ahead of time to know where I want to go eat in yeah. different cities. When when I was a kid and we were going to the Smokies one year, my dad did that. Right. He knew that he heard of the place. And He's he, like, I want to go try this. I want to take us all there because this is supposed to be great. Yeah. And that's the first time we ate there. I want to say that was my first experience with like biscuits in a, a bowl showing up on the mm-hmm. table like here. You just get these for sitting down. Wow! What? So how old is the couple? If they've been married for 60 they've years. Been mar- I don't have their ages, but they're an elderly couple. Yeah. Um, she said they've never had a bad experience. He said we always walk away feeling refreshed. We can't <laughs> wait to have, you know, experience that one final Cracker Barrel did, that we never have. Did they say which one is the final last one? Portland, Oregon. Wow. Really? Maybe okay. They should, maybe they should name a dish after them, huh? Yeah, they've probably had everything on the menu, too. Yeah. Isn't that so sweet? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's just the sweet thing instead of the sweet good thing. thing but I think that's a Jody's good thing, too. I, I agree like completely. I like it a lot. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to jump in and join the conversation, we love to hear from you. Yep. Um, and Sam's Pyrex broke. He stepped on glass. How you feeling today? Fine. 
I still have You're a little itch okay? in between my toes where that one shard got me. Ow. Well, at least you didn't, you didn't need stitches. That's good. Yeah, did right. not need stitches. Um, Carl's got a story for you, right, Carl? Yeah. What's going on? Um, I've got a uh, Pyrex will also explode if you Ooh. take it out of the oven and put it on top of the electric stove and don't realize the burner's on. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. Mm. It will explode. Yeah. I had a, I did a, uh, me and my girlfriend were doing a lasagna. Uh-huh. And it had a Pyrex dish, and when we got it done, when it was done, we put it on top of the stove and didn't realize the uh, burner was on. Uh-huh. And just a few seconds later, that whole dish exploded all over the place. Oh, my God. Burned the linoleum on the floor. We were barefoot. The mm. dog was trying to get the, you know, the lasagna and trying to, <laughs> trying oh to get gosh. him up out of the, out of the <laughs> way. And it, it's it's dangerous if you if you forget you got the burner on. Yeah. No, no. If you got an electric stove. How does it, I mean, if it's it was, going from a hot it, oven to a hot burner, why would it explode? Maybe it's more direct heat? I, it just, I guess. Yeah. We just, I mean, we just set it up there just to get it out of the, you know, out of the way of the oven and uh, yeah. didn't realize that she, she had something else on the stove and got to turn the burner off and a few seconds mm-hmm. later, boom, it well, just, I mean, it sounded like a bomb going off. Right. <laughs> was, was it shards of glass or like chunks of glass? Yeah, I mean, we were still finding glass a week later. We, yeah. we tried to get all of it up as we as much as we could, but there's, I mean, it, it just it, it ruined the ruined the whole whole dish. Mm. It was it was no kidding. It was a disaster. Some take out that night. Be all right. Yeah. yeah. That is a great note to self, you know, because I, I the only time I ever had something explode on me in the oven. <laughs> I think it was, was it was before I knew you, Jody. Okay. And so uh, we were cooking something in a casserole dish that was not oven safe and it was not a Pyrex dish. Yeah. How that got in the oven, I have no idea. I say. But I mean to tell you, it didn't take 10 minutes to go, what was that noise? And the chili was everywhere on the oh. inside. It was, was this mom's tamale pie? <laughs> it was one of those kind of things. Yeah, it was messy. So, Carl. Thank you, Carl. Reach out anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Yeah, I know Sam says he's single and all and is okay being single, but you can spend the weekend with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Oh, I thought you were about to say you can spend the weekend with with Sam. Sam. (laughs) Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. (laughs) Uh, Catch anything you might have missed over the whole week and enjoy after the show. That's something exclusively you get when you're a subscriber. Okay, all week it's been big messes that little kids make, right? Okay, we've had so much fun with this. Yeah, even though they're big messes, though, sometimes they're so cute, right? You can't get mad about it. Well, if you have to clean it up, you can yeah, be a little, okay. a little, little stung bit, yeah. about it. Anyway, um, I was telling you the story of my little bro- my, I'm sorry, my big brother, Jimmy, mm-hmm. when we were little. And I remember hearing this story. I was a baby when this happened. And I wasn't blamed for it, but I was the, the out. My mother. What? Yeah. My, and I heard this story my whole life. And I told you guys the other day, he was a couple of years old. He was like two years old. He was outside and he'd gotten some into some paint and yeah. with a paintbrush. And I, I I remember telling you I thought that he painted like the clothes that were on the clothesline. Yeah. yeah. I was wrong. The story is coming back to me. He painted with a paintbrush and paint the cars that were in the driveway. <gasps> Ooh. So yeah. Ooh. So that's I didn't, a lot I didn't worse give than the, clothes. I didn't give the story the weight that it deserved. And I know this story because I heard it. Stories and families, you know, yeah. you, they tell so over how, and over again. How in the world is it possible if you were an infant at the time that you could be even remotely? Well, no, no, no. Blamed? Well, okay. The reason that the story was ever even told is because one of those stories. Oh, remember when Jimmy painted the cars, <laughs> and we had to take them to wherever to get it all off. Mm-hmm. 
he he had gotten into the paint and painted a couple of cars that were in the driveway. Um, I was a baby, a baby baby, and I was inside crying my head off. And so my mom was trying to tend to me, mm-hmm. and he was outside painting cars. <laughs> and one of the reasons that the story was told a couple of times, because I can remember my mom saying, then her mother, her mother-in-law, our grandmother, came over and saw that and said, you'll learn to watch him. Yeah. And that stung her a lot, but... She did. She was trying to. It's the juggling act every parent has, right? Two kids and I see. So she was watching him until you started crying, right? So it's my fault, exactly. Uh, <laughs> anyway, my brother did that. That's a that's a living. It's a legendary story in my family. Did they get the paint off? I, yes, they got uh, the paint off. Yeah. I don't know how. Then there was the time when he was eleven. He put the car in drive and drove through the living room. Ooh, that's a different story, I right, wasn't Jody? Going to tell that. <laughs> I want to shout out to my brother here a second because we were talking about him when he was a little boy. Your brother Jimmy? My, my brother, brother Jimmy. His name is James, though. I think the Jimmy thing is a family thing only because when I see him out in public, it's like, oh, you're James's sister. Oh, okay. So oh, She's yeah. not Jody. She's James's sister. That's right. When we go to his places. <laughs> anyway, okay, so we're, we're telling you about the biggest, we're talking kid messes, big messes that kids made when they were little, and he got into some paint when he was two years old and painted the cars, two cars, from what I understand, yeah, when were you, in our driveway. Well, and when you mentioned that a minute ago, and it went from being clothes the way you recalled it to the car. I'm like, whoa, right. that's a big difference. Well, I was a baby inside, so it's, it's, I've heard this story over the years. I was a baby. I'm younger than him. Um, <laughs> sorry, the siblings have to do that. Anyway, I'm younger than him. Um, but you had mentioned at the end, Murphy, that when he was 11, I wasn't going to talk about this, but when he was 11, he accidentally ran the car into the house. Right. He drove the car into the house. Okay. Like that actually happened too. Well, that's a story that jumps out at me because that doesn't happen every no, day. That's a big deal, right? It, how he, did he get the keys? They gave him the keys. Here's the deal. Oh, I'm, this is shout out to oh. him. I don't think this is his fault. I mean, looking back on this, they used. My brother was always super interested in learning to drive and driving, mm-hmm. and so he was when he was a little kid. He was on my papa's lap driving the lawnmower, and then as soon as he could, he was driving a car. Like as soon as he could, and I'm talking about out, 11, in the, out in the country, you know, driving the car. So when it was something, I think my dad and I had swept the carport. And so we've taken the cars out to really clean the carport good. And then it was time to bring them back in to drive the cars back into the carport. And he wanted to do it because he loved to drive. And he was probably, I say 11, maybe he was 10. I don't know. I don't remember. But I remember the day like yesterday because my dad walked in. Nobody was watching him. Nobody was with him. Why would nobody be watching him? I don't know. So wait, did your dad give him the keys? Yes. And as soon as we heard the crashing uh. of the wall coming in, and we knew exactly what had happened. And he was upset, and they were upset. But I remember thinking, he shouldn't have been allowed to do yeah, that. Yeah, gave him the keys. Right. I know, and if that's it, a mistake. They made a mistake, and obvi- obviously they paid for it I with think, construction. I would bruise my behind kicking myself so hard yeah. for that one. <laughs> I mean, anyway, number one, shout out to him, my brother for that. He gave him the keys, but also, if you're going to do that... Stay in the car yeah, with sit him in the car right. and show how, show right, how it's done. Right. Yeah. Hindsight. Whoa. Hindsight. Yeah. yeah. What are the biggest messes that your little kids have made? You know, it's such a mess that you can't believe it, and yet it's hard to be mad when they're whittle. Because they're a little bitty, right? 877-310-4MSJ. You got one, Holly? 
Yes, I have a, at the time he was five and my little girl was two and yeah. they sprayed ham cooking spray all over my kitchen floor. Oh, <laughs> oh no. In the laundry room and turned uh, it into an indoor slip and slide. Oh, oh man. Oh, they were like in socks or what? Yes, in socks. And you can still walk in there to this day in socks and you're going to fall. Of oh, course. Oh so my did gosh. you accidentally walk in there not knowing and happened uh, to fall down or you knew they did it? No, I knew they did it because my youngest one was sliding and she hit our back door. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Do you have a dog that came flying through there? and <laughs> Outdoor dog. So uh-huh. thank goodness he was not involved. <laughs> I'm but sure they, he would have participated. Though. Yeah. And do they remember that now? Yes. They well, do. The older one does. Yeah. The older boy does. So, yeah, that's I mean, a, she's got the scar from hitting the door. So, oh, baby, wow, something only a kid would yeah. think of. Because wow. I don't think I would never want Pam on the floor. I don't know. I mean, that sounds yeah, like it could be a fun weekend there. <laughs> it's it's oh, definitely nonstick. So. Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. Thank you, Holly. Thank you. Yeah, very dangerous though. That, that, that freaks me out just hearing that because you know we've got tile in our kitchen. If that were the case, our floor is so slip, hard. Yeah. Anyway, eight seven seven three one zero. Just sounds like fun. I know it's the kind of thing that M-S-J. we were lucky. We were lucky as kids, right? That we didn't actually hurt ourselves doing that kind of thing. You did it? No, not that. Uh, we did it with pledge. Something similar. <laughs> and lemony. Yes. Yeah. Something limiting. Yeah, and a few stitches later, yeah. Okay. Mm. Biggest messes that little kids made. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Okay, so Sam's been introspective today, and I love that you brought this up. Um, that, introspective. Introspective. Um, that you feel like the longer you are single, the longer you will be single. Yeah. Because, because you're getting set in your ways, uh, mm-hmm. used to your surroundings. Uh, the way things go every day in life is the way I like having them. Mm-hmm. And if I run into somebody and we start a relationship, am I going to be uh, negotiating and a ben, you know bendable? So, wait, do you mean that in flexible? A, do you mean that in a good way or a bad way? It's good that you're getting accustomed to it, or it's bad that anybody who comes in, you're not going to be adaptable. Yeah, second both. One. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, like the further I get into this, the less uh, their chances is that you know. When you, when you brought work. this up, my question and my thought is. First of all, so I give up. No, no, no. <laughs> Which way do you feel you're happier? Are you happier in a relationship? Are you happier having things the way you want them? I like things that are part of a relationship. Yeah. But again, this is sitting around and thinking, knowing it's yourself. Like, man, it's just so nice not to have to deal with A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Well, but what I didn't understand is. But I sure miss. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Well, but you, you said there would be things that you don't think you could change. What things don't you think you could change now? Uh, just the way you know I... the kind of things that would drive him nuts? Well, I mean, I, I mean, really, I mean, it's, you know, what what is it that this... If you were having to write the rule book for the new person, what wouldn't change? Yeah, you oh, know, man. like... And this is one, actually, I had issues with throughout the other relationships, was making the bed. I like to get up in the morning... Make the bed so that when I come home, oh, look at that. You know what? And we had, remember, our boss used to say, one of our former bosses used to say, if you make the bed, at least at the end of the day, you've accomplished one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't look at it that way. I looked <laughs> at it as, He didn't have a lot of hope for us the rest of the day, did he? Okay. That part is clean as opposed to coming home and everything is all yes, jumbled you're up. Right, right. And it's like, okay. again, it's, yeah. it's probably minutia, but. You almost could do, Sam, a pros and cons list and to figure out which way you are happier. Yeah. Yeah. You really almost could because the truth of the matter is if you can be happy both ways, you win in life. If you well, can yeah. be happy either way, congrats, you mm-hmm. know? So Murphy and I finished this 
10 years later, finished The Sopranos <laughs> last night, Sopranos, whatever, however you I say like it. Sopranos. Um, binged it like crazy. I do understand. I mean, I do understand what the hype was all about. Mm-hmm. It was a crazy, gritty show. Nothing else like this was ever on television. Uh, I mean, now that we're finished with it, it absolutely, now it's one of my all time favorite series. Okay. Mm-hmm. 10 years late. We yeah. all heard about the finale, right? You heard, we all heard about well, it. Even 10 years ago, I knew what yeah, kind it, of happened. When it happened 10 years ago, you know, I checked it out on YouTube and it's like, oh, wow, I can yeah. see why people were left hanging. Yeah. Um, I've never been more unsatisfied with an with an ending of something. <laughs> he walk, they, he walks into a restaurant. He wait, plays no, wait, a, we're not going to spoil it for somebody else, are we? Well, everybody, I knew this before watching it. I just, I, I remember thinking, now that I'm watching the show, surely I'll get something from it. I got nothing, okay? Mm-hmm. They walk in, they sit down, and they order, and it literally ends with him looking up at somebody walking in the door yeah um i happen to think that if you are a writer on a show or a writer of a book or a writer of a story or you're telling children's stories or whatever you're doing you, you owe people an ending i really think that you, you know owe an funny? ending is there it, it, the reason i don't it doesn't bother me too much uh, is for people like you and me it almost it can't be spoiled the ending can't be spoiled. Yeah. And so even saying what we just said still doesn't spoil the whole last scene. Because you don't know which way it goes. Correct. Right. Yeah. So it's left to my interpretation. Right. Which I'm drives Jody crazy. something to get my interpretation of it. Yeah. I was so mad like that when we left the movie theater. Um, what was that movie with the dreaming and the Leonardo DiCaprio? Inception. Oh. Yeah. Oh, with the little spinning thing. Yeah, I know. I remember going... I need my money back right now. But, I, you know, I wonder, there are probably some people that love figuring out uh, that the whole interactive thing that Sam was talking about the other day with Netflix, you yeah. know, and you can choose alternate sure. endings. Yeah. Um, so what what did you think happened? What was your interpretation, Murphy? Well, I don't want to do any spoilers. I I think it's left. It's not a spoiler if it's your interpretation. <laughs> I think that David Chase, who was the executive producer, whatever, writer of the show, had what he wanted to do is leave it open-ended mm-hmm. because... I, I don't know. The show would have its. I it think would live he was on about forever. to meet his demise because you don't live that life without meeting a demise. And so he had, you know, lost almost almost all of his associates to that point. Not all of them. Yeah. And yes, it could have gone that direction, but it might not have. Yeah. Or he could have gone into the witness protection program, or ah! it, it could have done anything. Not wasted. I'm glad I watched it, but uh, man, that's not fun. <laughs> not a Friday I was, favorite. I was fine with it. Uh, so many nights that we've done a family dinner, go out to eat, Murphy, me, and our girls having a fine old time, and towards the end of the meal, Murphy's laughing, cannot wait to tell Sam something. Oh, really? Well, happened yeah, again the other the, night. The waiter was telling us a story about something that happened to him, and I'm not a squeamish person. Jody really doesn't like certain conversation at the table, but me and the girls are kind of... I don't know, especially the girls actually are surprisingly like immune to that. Wouldn't you say, Jody? I think so. I, <laughs> well, good for them. I mean, the thing is, if you guys are telling one it's, amongst it's yourself, one it's one thing. But when a waiter comes up and tells you something squeamish. Well, like, that's the deal, too, for it, me. We we were almost done eating, right? When he started. Is that right? Yeah, it was right at the end of the meal. And he had actually seen, you know, Phoebe burned herself remember, with a hot glue gun. Oh, yeah. And so she's wearing this little gauze, you know, wrap. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he had mm-hmm. asked her what happened. And he said, he, he told her that he had also had to wear a gauze wrap recently mm-hmm. because <laughs> in, in one of his previous jobs, he had accidentally stabbed himself with a shocking knife, shocking oysters, <sighs> you know? 
Mm-hmm. And um, and it was a restaurant that he was working at, and it, it just happened. I had to put and my I, fork down. He was yeah. standing right above me. Yeah. <laughs> Can you but move that arm me. away from I mean, me? No, but for me, I'm like, wow, ouch, man, that hurt. I said, so did you leave the restaurant right after that? And he said, yeah. And he said, and I just kind of changed you know, jobs for a little while. And he said that he also works in carpentry now. And that just that day, oh, one of his co- – well, at first he apologized for saying, wait, I, you know, I just realized what I told you. I probably shouldn't be saying that while you're eating. And then he goes into the story about how he's working with a carpenter who cut off part of his finger that same day. <laughs> it's like, you can take my food now. Oh, oh, see, it, didn't bo- it didn't bother me. I'm sitting there thinking, Sam's going to love this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, are you going to eat those chicken fingers any longer? <laughs> no. When, wait, when he, when was, he was talking about the oyster shucking and accidentally stabbing himself in that little part between your yeah, thumb and your right. first finger, he said that not only was it very painful and potentially destructive to the use of his hand, but it was dirty. So, he had to go get like shots and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Think about what you put in there. Yeah. Well, you just made it squeamish, Jody. <laughs> See, that's what I think. Uh, yeah, I and then to push it further with a second story. But it's I like, did, dude. Yeah, but it didn't. It, honestly, it did not bother me. It's just one of those. I mean, I knew what he was genuinely trying to convey. Uh, so it was just, yeah, it was funny. And the girl, it didn't seem to bother the girls either. Check, please. <laughs> Sam, did you see that your mom has jumped on my Facebook page the other day and got, well, what she was saying was misconstrued by some of my friends and they came to my defense. Oh, Lord. Sweet Miss Judy. I know Miss Judy and I love when your mom says anything to me or reaches out to me in anyway. fight with some people? Not really, but here's the deal. I think she misunderstood. She Sometimes does. she, it's really, you know that, Sam. Yeah. She's misread your post and you're her son. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look. She wants me to keep every single foster dog. Every time I have a foster dog and I post pictures and I'm trying to say, look, you know, so-and-so needs her home and she's with us right now, but we're trying to find her forever home. Your mom always chimes in and says, but she looks so happy with you, Jody. Mm -hmm. It looks like she's home. The whole point is I get that. I love every foster we have too, but if I keep them all, I'd never be able to keep them all. I wouldn't be able to save as many, you know, and I wouldn't. I can't keep them all. The point is to yeah, foster more. Five is a more. stretch. <laughs> we have four dogs, but yeah, well, I can't. Four, four of our own, but when we foster, we went up with five. a fifth. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> it it would be not productive for me to fall in love and keep with keep all right. of them. But she always tries to convince me. It's like, look how happy she is. So I posted the other day when Sadie, our most recent foster, 29th foster, got adopted. I was really happy that day. I was you were. almost crying. I'm so happy for her because she really got a good home. And I posted that. And here comes you, you, Miss Judy. I would be crying. Hope she adjusts well and doesn't continue to look for you and the girl. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my mom. It does, yeah. but that's, yeah. I know... <laughs> I know it comes you from... You are so wrong, Jody. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that. An unfortunate tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> Getting rid of those poor dogs. No. <laughs> One dog. But anyway, I knew... And a lot of my rescue friends jumped in. Um, like Renee said, most dogs live completely in the moment, Miss Judy. Um, and I've picked up fosters before who act like they've known me my, their whole lives. She'll be fine. Another one of my friends who works at the shelter, Miss Judy. Usually they forget all about the foster family once they are in a new environment in their new home. Mm-hmm. And so and it was smiley faces. But just, you that, know, I just. Sam, you know your mother. Do you think any of that changed her mind? Uh, she probably was saying things under her breath to all those people. Sweet. Hey, hey you know, she has three of her own dogs that I are know. all rescues. So. I know. And that's what I'm saying. I don't mind anything. If she wanted to 
you know, bless me out on online. Yeah. I wouldn't care because I love her and I know what she means. I know her heart is in the right place. Yeah, so right. Love you, Judy. <laughs> I'm going to have to call her and ask her now. <laughs> The other night, Murphy breaks out some old home movies yeah. that we have not even seen since the girls were little, which, wow, that makes my heart swell up. I know I've done that because a lot of our nephews and nieces were in it also. Right. And they're all growing up so fast. Yeah. And it was, you know, just stuff that nobody in the family had seen. It's 12 years ago. Just so you and know. so Murphy starts Ooh. running this stuff. And I, it's so beautiful to see our Our kids are six, almost 16 and 12 now. And it's been a long time since I've actually seen any footage of them as well, babies. And then seeing and then hearing the little ah. voices. Baby, who's that? Mama. That's Mama. Who's that? Katie. Who's that? Dada. Who's that? Phoebe. Phoebe, that's right. Very good. Oh my gosh, this the sound of that. I could listen to that all day. Can I put that on my phone? As my ringer, I mean, I could sure. listen to that all day. That'll get annoying. However, <laughs> one of just, us could put it on your phone for it you. It just <laughs> goes on and on and on, like videos I have never seen. Mm-hmm. And then Murphy tells everybody sitting there, "Oh, I've never even, I haven't even watched all of these yet. I don't know what's on here." And I'm realizing, Murphy, you live with him. You know, he's sometimes rolling video. You don't even know he's rolling video. Oh yeah. And I'm so where I see myself. It's mostly of the kids, and they're on the floor playing and crawling. And I see myself walk across, and just my legs. And I'm thinking, please let me have a lot of clothes on. Please let me be, you know, not yeah. thinking, not realizing that the camera's on. I don't know what video you shot. Yeah, but shot. anytime I have ever shot family videos, I've been very cautious about that sort of thing. I was please. so nervous because he always inserts those little black rectangle bars. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you realize I was about to start sweating that? Because you at one point told your dad, I haven't even watched these yet. And I'm thinking, oh, No, I didn't think about that because I, I trust what I shoot, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, because when, yeah. when you're shooting videos and not paying attention to me and I'm cleaning the kitchen, I don't know what I've got on or what. Yeah, but I don't. I didn't that's what know. I'm saying. I'm very cautious about how I shoot video like that, you know? I, I hope like, so. Because I'm, I'm actually it was more, fine. I'm more cautious the way that I shoot video than Jody is around an open window. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but also, at one point during one of the videos, I'm on the phone with my mother yeah. talking about all kinds of stuff. I'm thinking, oh gosh, please don't let me say anything here that would be weird. I guess I get Not what you're I saying. I mean, you I, know what I'm saying? I understand what you're let, saying, but let people know when you're rolling yeah. is yeah. all I'm and saying. Let me tell you about Murphy's family. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, seriously about the audio. If you have the audio of your and video of your children and you haven't seen it in a long time, it does the heart so good. Yes, it does. To hear it. It does. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So what in the world happens to Grey's Anatomy now that Shonda Rhimes is leaving ABC? Entering the third ventricle. Ah, Grey's Anatomy. I don't know, but I'm sure it'll be dramatic. (laughs) And Scandal. She has been with them for, what, 15 years, giving them these incredible shows that always get the ratings. Shonda Rhimes just signed a deal with Netflix. She's going to move over to Netflix and create new programming, new shows with them. Probably whatever she wants to do. Right, because she won't have the uh, network censors there. That'll be crazy. The deal is, though, she will stay on and continue to work with Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and anything else she's involved in over at ABC until those shows yeah. reach their natural ending. Uh-huh. So, In other words, next season she's going to kill everybody off so she can get out of there. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but Shonda Rhimes leaving ABC. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. 
Sam, you were telling us earlier about the key code problem that you had in the condo you stayed in when you went to the beach, which is... Yeah, it was, it, it was a 10-digit key code. You and you mean, couldn't remember it. Right. I mean, usually for hotels or condos, you know, you have the cards, and if they do have a keypad, it's you put a four-digit thing in and... Boom, you're in. This was 10 digits, though. It was impossible impossible to remember. Well, the, the problem is you didn't get to pick the 10 digits. No. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was just given to you, and they were random. To you, they were random. Yeah, they okay. were. That is the problem. That would throw me, too. And I, I, tried, the- and I tried mnemonic devices or whatever in my head to, rem- <laughs> to put it together, and I could get about six numbers in, and then it just went. Yeah. The last time we went to the beach... Um, we stayed at a place like this, too, that had a, probably a 10. I didn't count the numbers, but it was an easy code. It was a long code. Right. But, I, but it was like, I don't want to give the code, but right. it was like a countdown of numbers. Yeah, Eight, well, seven, six, five, four. And then the last two or three numbers meant something. Not, it was like the room number or an or right. a address. Been or, easy if they'd have said, when you get there, make up your number. Here's how you enter it. And then add these two at the end. Yeah. I, that would have been great. Yeah. So going forward in the world of this, if you ever get a 10-digit key code, put in an old phone number. That's but seven. That's what I was thinking. And then add doing. three at the yeah. end. Because that that's the key code with the 10 digits is not going away. You know Mm-mm. why? For yours and my security. Yeah. Won't be long before we go Facebook Live, so be sure to like us on Facebook. You'll get the alert when it happens, and you can come hang out with us. You know, for being the funny one here, I, I need If you to, do say so yourself, yes, Sam. I have yeah. to apologize that we missed, missed a National Tell-A-Joke Day on Wednesday. Oh. oh I, yeah. Didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, well you do that every day. Good thing of. is, I went back to Twitter, and uh, they had the hashtag National Tell-A-Joke Day, and I got some of the best ones, so we can share them Excellent. on this Friday. Uh, like, why is Peter Pan always flying? Yeah. Oh, oh, can I guess? Yes. Yeah, David. Because he never lands. Ah. Ah. Was that it? Yes, yeah, that's it. very good. That's All right, cute. Smarty Pants, why did the light Neverland, bur- Jody. Peter Pan was oh, from Neverland. Oh, Neverland. Oh, oh, wait, I have to wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, I don't understand the Peter Pan thing. Uh, what is Forrest Gump's email password? Uh, um, I don't know. One, Trump? one Forrest, one. Oh, uh, uh, ha, ha, ha. Okay. Really? I put all my spare cash into an origami business, but it folded. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Just just got diagnosed as colorblind. I didn't expect it. It came straight out of the purple. <laughs> Instead of the blue. Oh, I got it. Okay, that's right. I'm See, not one, the only right, one. One had to be explained be to me, something too. something wrong on that side of the room. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it's a good thing we missed National Drug right. Day. Here's my favorite. I suffer from kleptomania, but when it gets really bad, I take something. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you, All Sam. All right. Thank you, Sam.